the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey, looks so good like she made off money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Day, my babies. Hopefully, you enjoyed uh, last hour of tonight's Andrew K. Show. If you're just tuning in, we got another great hour on its way for all y'all tonight. Wednesday for us means financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff is going to be here, and I got some interesting things uh, lined up for us to wrap about tonight. We've got that to share with you guys. We've got all kinds of stuff happening with the LBGTQ movement and issues, including what I think later on for you guys is the best argument I've ever seen that will stop a trans activist in their tracks because there's just no answer they have to it. And that comes to us from Matt Walsh. Um, so as well as the balloon update. So we've got uh, lots of great stuff to share with you guys. I don't think I officially introduced him last hour. So let's do it this hour. Did Shall we? I, I missed him on Monday. He's taking next Monday off. So I got to enjoy him when I have him these days. I'm talking about the one. One, the only, it's DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous Potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Got to keep the potato skins at the show here very nice and crispy, Andrea, so I'm just doing my part. And I am hoping that Dave Elhoff is not cooking a prime rib and he is out of the hot tub and ready to go. We know, we know that Elhoff keeps it crispy, too. So, he, and he, are you keeping it crispy? Dave Elhoff, financial thought doctor. Crispy and fresh, you betcha. Crispy, crispy and fresh. <laughs> All right, I gotta, I gotta ask you this. Did you hear the big news before we get into the news you can use tonight and Elhoff's? Wisdom? I hope he's as excited as you and I are. I know. I don't know why we're so excited about this. I guess it's because it just really puts, uh, in my opinion, the Democrat Party and Joe Biden on the heels of a dilemma. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has announced he's running for president in the Democrats in 2024. I saw that. And no reaction? I guess we'll see, won't we? Reaction? Yeah. Well, he's like old school Democrat, and he's really just kind of showing, hey, I got to run because the Dems are off their rockers. I mean, doesn't that doesn't that but doesn't that make it difficult for them in a sense? They they're already trying to figure out what to do with twenty twenty four because of Joe Biden in his eighties. Dudes can't finish a sentence, right? He's a creeper. The economy's a mess. We're going to get into that in a minute. Here comes Robert F. Kennedy Jr. from you know the Camelot. You know his dad was Bobby Kennedy, right? From the the Camelot area. 
era of the Kennedys. And, you know, he he's able to reach independents and even Republicans because of his stance on COVID and, and, and money, which I'll get into in a moment. I think it's I think it's an interesting turn of events for the Democrats and, and poses some challenges because the Democrat Party has gone so left that they that the idea of somebody appealing and the Democrats from that big name that can reach independence and in, in, in Republicans I think it, I think it's dangerous for them well I think you, you know that all sounds good Andrea Kay but he's gonna have to show me I know nothing about Young man. Well, I'm not saying I'd vote for him. I'm just saying I'm in, we're enjoying the fact that it's it, that the Democrats uh, have some problems going into 2024 as we look at what they're trying to do to us and Trump with the Department of Justice. I am just enjoying uh, the the drama on the Democrats that is posed here with with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because they got a mess on their hands. I mean, here um, here's a, a clip. It's so bad economically. That um, we uh, and and the U.S. is in such dire situation, I guess. Maybe you can help us understand, Dave Elhoff, why India has said with um, international trade they're going to use the rupee. It sounds though there was uh, China, Russia, and two other countries that have said that that um, they they want to form some other um, gold standard versus the dollar in terms of. Um, you know, trade and money. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, China, Russia, and Iran are trying to make a cryptocurrency backed by gold, okay? You know, which isn't surprising. I mean, China and Russia and or the Soviet Union, whatever you want to call it, and Iran, look, they're enemies to the United States. They don't want to have any dependence upon a dollar if they could possibly have handle it. Even with those countries messing around with it, there is 60% of the world's reserves are in dollars and that it's going to take a while for them to knock that down. Now, is it a concern? Absolutely, it's a concern. I mean, do you think this would have happened if we didn't have Joe Biden in charge? I doubt it very much. I mean, you talk about Robert Kennedy come in. Joe Biden, he can't make a sentence. He's an idiot, and Pamela, Pamela, whatever the hell her name is, is Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> she is an empty suit, yeah, a dingbat, basically, and the Democrats are in big trouble. I mean, I yeah. think they could run uh, just about anybody against the Democrats next year and win. Well, I would hope but, so. Yes. And I think people are, you know, they see this parading around. You know, it's interesting. We're doing the Passion Week study of the Bible here. And yesterday I was watching the the news and parading around President Trump from here to there, getting his picture taken and fingerprinted and all that. And it's just during Passion Week. Jesus went through the same thing. You know what? It's funny you should say that. that. Huh? Well, somebody else made that. Who was it yesterday who made who made that an uh, uh, analogy? I don't remember who it was. Um, yesterday, no, I. Yeah, I made it, it was Marjorie. It, 
<laughs> you sure you weren't listening to Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, look, you're you're an intellectual. You're a smart guy, and you're a Christian, and and you you know the Bible, and everything that's going on in the country right now is biblical. It's it's you know been prophesied where we're at in this country, and yeah. you know we've been blessed the nation to as as a nation the way we've been because of our Judeo Christian principles. But you're right. I mean, it's like we had Palm Sunday, and then Trump on Tuesday um, dragged in. You know, it, it is interesting how now the Democrats didn't plan that, but I think that I think that everything going on right now has a purpose. And are, is that how you see it when you see the comparisons to the to the Passion series? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, the Trump up. No pun intended. The Trump charges against Trump are so ridiculous. I've heard over and over uh, legal experts on both sides of the fence saying, oh, the, the Democratic legal advisor saying, I wish there was more there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. they did is they, they somehow made it 32 uh, examples of the same thing going on yeah. without identifying the real felony involved. Yeah, they, they didn't never, even. Yeah, they didn't name the crime. Correct. It's it's a joke. I mean, it's an absolute joke. That goofy. I don't want to say it. Da out of New York is is so far off his league it's unbelievable and i can't believe people are buying this stuff and i can't believe that cnn and msnbc is still on the air with all (laughs) the lies that they have been promulgating through the last six years well yeah well cnn i think in the month of march lost 60 percent of their viewers so i mean they're completely in the tank hey we're gonna let's take a little break and we come back we'll shift gears and get into some economic talk here because kareen jean pierre was asked today uh, uh about the economy and what she had to say made even mop head look made made mop head look even dumber than she already does on a daily basis we're going to play that for elhoff and get his reaction stay tuned the airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program the station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Financial Thought, Dr. Dave Elhoff continues with me. Elhoff, did you see, I, I know you got better things to do in your life, former Navy aviator, financial thought doctor, busy husband and grandfather. I know you got better things to do than to pay attention to the nonsense of grown men dressing like girls and drinking Bud Light as a part of March Madness. Did you see, but did you see this whole thing about Bud Light hiring this dude who dresses like girls to pitch Bud Light during the basketball games? Boy, I'm really sorry I missed that. (laughs) 
You should be you sorry. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, they, they, there's this man named Dylan Mulroney, Mulroney, I guess his name is. He's been to the White House, and all these brands are hiring him, you know, to pitch their stuff, including Bud Light. Well, my man, Kid Rock. Do you know who Kid Rock is? Yes, of course. Okay. Love it. <laughs> well, Kid Rock set up a bunch of Bud Lights and fired off at those those cans and just destroyed them with a with an automatic rifle, and it was it was just a thing of beauty. So, <laughs> so that I I can follow. Yeah, <laughs> that was so fun. You know, there. I don't know ultimately if it's going to hurt Bud Light because I'm not really sure who's drinking Bud Light anyway. Maybe this was a desperation play on their part to try to find somebody to drink Bud Light. I don't know, uh, but I just had I had such a giggle over Kid Rock uh, taking out all those Bud Light cans. Something my brother would have done back in the day when he was a beer drinker. Um, getting serious though, here's what Corrine Jean-Pierre had to say today when she was asked about Biden's economic policies. Skins, please play clip floor. Uh, but look, the president, we have talked about how uh, the economy, uh, uh, the president's policy when it relates to the economy is working, right? We see uh, <laughs> we see uh, created jobs. The president, under his economic plan, has created jobs, more than 12 million jobs. Uh, we saw we saw 300,000 jobs that we, create, we created just last month. Uh, we saw we see unemployment that is at a historic low at 3.6 percent. And so we're continuing uh, to see uh, a plan that doesn't leave anybody behind and make sure that we're building an economy from the bottom up middle out but um yeah she should be charging a two drink minimum for this comedy routine she's doing at the white house spokes am i wrong uh, financial thought doctor is biden's economy just that great no, oh my god <laughs> i don't know where her reality is coming from but her and joe must be in the same basement somewhere <laughs> smoking something that is really good yeah uh, <laughs> I just don't know what they're doing. I don't know either. I, 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 talk about framing something uh, totally backwards. I mean, any normal economist would say, yes, yeah, there's some hangover from the all the, the uh, money that's flowed into the system and stuff like that, and it's working its way through, but... It's so weak right now. I don't know what's going to cause it to topple, but something is probably going to throw us into a recession. I don't know what it is at this point in time, but what they're what they're proposing out there, saying that everything is cheery and rosy, yeah. is so far from the truth. They must not shop. They must not eat. They must not drive a car. They must not live a normal life like the rest of us. Well, I think what's going on is I think that um, they've gotten such a segment of the population convinced that the solution is more, more, more government, that even as people are struggling out there, they're still hanging on to hope by their fingertips 
and, and placing their hope in more gov in the same in, in doubling down and actually extending the same policies that have hurt them in the first place. But because we don't teach economics in schools, we don't teach how money works. We don't teach the fact that the government doesn't manufacture anything or make anything. And all of its money is either taken from the citizens or borrowed from someplace or printed. And so, so, so many Americans don't understand. Right. And they, they, they don't, they don't, they're not connecting the dots between we're back up to 530 a gallon here in San Diego. I'm still at 699 a gallon of eggs. I mean, every, have you seen diesel, Andrea? Oh my gosh. And it's, yeah. I mean, we're lucky we, they're still leaving any out there. Um, this whole thing about, oh, well, the unemployment or look at all. First of all, they didn't create 12 million, million jobs. Many people just went back to work after they were finally able to be let out of their homes. The second thing is you can have a job, but if you're not making enough money to feed your family, Elhoff, I rarely go to fast food. The last time I did, I was shocked. Shocked at what they're ch- shocked at what it costs for for like a two piece dinner at KFC. I was driving home last night. Andrea had to stop for gas. Was a little hungry. There's a taco shop that's right that's right near the gas station that I go to. I love their food. Usually don't think about the price. Got one item from there, and it nearly ran me thirteen dollars. Yeah, insane. And Mexican food is a little is- bit more pricey. It, it, well, it, well, it depends on what you're ordering. Depends on what you get, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't have... Who takes a run for the border anymore? Taco Bell doesn't have dollar items on the menu anymore. Right? Who has any? Nope. I mean, when you're talking about $12 for a combo, $8 for a chicken fajita pita by itself, I mean, it's insane. You can't afford to live. And, and so, you know, and then... Um, uh, the price of, not the price, but I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but when it comes to jobs, um, if there's no manufacturing, the, 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 the rate of increase for your pay is not, is not in line with, you're not going to get any pay raises. One of the things that Trump did with the lower taxation and low regulation is we had so many companies that were reinvesting in research and development, were expanding and hiring, and that created promotion opportunities for people, right? Yes. And again, if you if you can't see the difference between a Trump economy and a Biden economy, you are blind. Yeah. And it, it, it is something that it's going to raise its ugly head probably around the third or fourth quarter of this year, and we're going to have some pain. And that, I can't put it any other way, but it's going to be painful. It's painful now. I mean, yeah. like you said, going to fast food restaurants. I, I, I tell you, I ordered. I was had a hankering on Sunday for a, for a chicken fried steak. Ooh, so I you have my attention. Chicken fried steak <laughs> of all places from Denny's. Oh, it's at El Hav. Hey, it's actually really good there. That's solid. That's a solid chicken fried steak at Denny's. I'll defend that all day long. Carry on. <laughs> I, I, and then I ordered a couple additions, you know, that I wanted to have, like uh, biscuits and gravy. Okay. And, oh, those add-ons will kill you. 50 bucks. Mm. One, yeah, my wife and I split it, but it was 50 bucks. Wow. Chicken fried steak and some of the side dishes on it. I bet Denny's doesn't even have the birthday free meal anymore. 
<laughs> oh, they did used to have that. Didn't remember, they? remember that? Yeah. In fact, this this old coworker friend of mine went to Denny's one time, three times, in a, on his birthday, so he could eat for free three meals a day. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And I got to ask you about this because speaking of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., w- one of the reasons why he poses a problem for the Dems is, and what I mean by that is, when you have a Democrat that's going to be standing on a stage in a debate with a primary. Putting, uh, you know, countering the Democrats on their far left crazy stuff, it helps the Republican Party. So here's one of the things that he um, said today, and and I don't understand any of this stuff. I'm hoping that you'll you'll help us all understand this. Um, the Fed's announced that it will introduce its Fed now central bank digital currency in July. Um, our Kennedy RF. Kennedy Jr. said CBDCs grease the slippery slope to financial slavery and political tyranny. While cash transactions are anonymous, a CBDC will allow the government to surveil all our private financial affairs. The central bank will have the power to enforce dollar limits on our transactions, restricting where you can send money, where you can spend it, and when uh, money expires. Um, this is kind of scary. This is supposedly going to be happening in July. Is there anything we can do to stave off this forthcoming tyranny? Ideas? Well, I, I, I think you really got to, you know, it, it's the old cliche. The uh, squeaky wheel gets the oil, and we need to be really squeaky these days because they're coming after your money. That's basically control. Yeah. They want to control the masses. That's what the left wants. That's what the Democrats want. They want to have one-party control. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. That's what they want to do. And they'll do anything they can to do it. The George Soros is dumping money all over the place yep. to try and get control. And that's all it's about is control of the individuals out there. It's really scary, folks. It's really scary that... We want to hand over control to the government. Look what they do with your money, <laughs> the government. Yeah. They waste it. The post office department is a waste. Everything they touch goes to hell in a handbasket. And a bigger government is not going to solve the issues. The bigger the government, the smaller the individuals. And this country got its base based upon freedom and the ability for people to go out and work, earn a living, make a living, and make a difference in other people's lives by providing a service or a product that people need and want. Not the government right. going out. The government does nothing to generate any kind of product, any kind of any. All they do is consume, consume, consume. Right. And and they pretend that they're doing it for our benefit. They're going to push this digital currency business um, about, well, you know, this will protect you from current digital currency is the way of the future. And and if we control it, we're going to we're going to make sure it's regulated and it's safe and secure and this and this and this. I was actually going to ask Elhoff if he thinks there's going to be a lot of pushback on this. Well, of course, I think there's going to be some pushback. But I don't know if it will be enough, though. So, I mean, we all need to be screaming. At, you're right. Scree- we need to be sque- squealing like a pig caught under a gate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. There's not. Yeah, and exactly I don't know. Right. And I haven't heard anybody else talking about this, really. No, I don't. 
you know, and it, it's good. We need to keep our finger on the pulse there because that has that is nothing good to have a more government control of anything in our lives, folks. Government control means less control by you. It, That's going to end up being okay. A single payer in healthcare. They're going to tell you when you're able to go to the doctor oh, yeah. and what procedures you're going to be able to use. They're going to tell you what you're going to be able to spend your money on. You want to go buy a gun? No. Digital currency yeah. is not accepted for guns. You want to go buy a car? No. You got to use the one you have. Oh, if it's an electric car, yep. you can go and buy it. Yep. That's what all, and it will be tied to social credit score. Oh, you know, we didn't like something that you said on Facebook, or you know, you 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 talking to that f- Fighting Meadows financial thought doctor. You you having anything to do with that dude? You can't buy no groceries yeah. for a month. <laughs> <laughs> That'll knock you down real quick. I actually saw a commercial the other day, and I meant to write down. Who it was? I don't remember what I was watching because I almost never see commercials anymore, right? If I'm watching cable, I record it and fast forward. And oh, it was yeah. KPMG, um, the big the big accounting firm that was literally advertising, "Come to us and we will help your company figure out how to make sure you're following the ESGs right and gonna maximize the ESGs." Wow. Yeah, KPMG. That's one of the big three, isn't it? Yes, exactly. And so imagine this. Talk about another layer of bureaucracy. Yeah. It's this ESG stuff. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah. It doesn't work, period. And you're going to have accountants come in and tell you how to do something. Where's that money going? Into the accountants. It's not going into production. It's not going into creating jobs. It's not going into creating products. It's going in to satisfy a government bureaucracy. It's it's an expansion of the administrative state. It's kind of like in the UK, right? The reason why they still have that crappy healthcare system over there is because so many of the citizens over there work in this in the healthcare system. They're not going to vote it out because that's who's paying their their paycheck. So meanwhile, they're all running around snaggletooth, dying of cancer. Yeah. Sick people and, you know, because, but they're, they're on the dole for this healthcare system. It's like, okay, I guess I'd rather, you know, I got a job, so I guess I'll go around with no teeth. Cause that's literally the way it is. All right. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. We didn't solve this problem tonight. It's more about in terms of control or anything, you know, but you need to have a strategy for your money. You need to be thinking about it. You need to understand the threat of the government wanting to control your money and where this is going so that you can start making some moves yourself and thinking about what you can do to preserve your control over your money. And at the very least, just make good decisions about it. I don't know anybody but financial thought Dr. Dave Elhoff who knows about money. Everybody else I know is too busy running their careers, which aren't based in in, uh, financial analysis. So if you you break your leg, you go to a doctor, right? If you need help with, with money, you don't go to the dentist. You go to financial thought Dr. Dave Hoff. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Yes, and there's a couple folks out there that called last week. I owe a phone call. I had a couple of emergencies come up this week, but I'm getting to them tomorrow. So folks, hold on. I'll be calling you tomorrow. The best way to do it is to call me, leave a message, 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. Or go to financialthoughtdoctor.com. 
and take a look at the website there. All right, AK. All right, thank you. Have a great week, and congratulations to you, Tigers of LSU. Thank you, thank you, my dear, and you have a very happy Easter. God bless you and your family. All right, love you. God bless you. All right, love you. All right, speaking of LSU, why are they still in the news? Well, we're going to tell you why, because Jill Biden done stepped in it, and it's just continuing to stink. (laughs) Stay tuned. of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Um, So much focus on Trump this week. A lot of people didn't realize that there was a really, really important election that took place in uh, Wisconsin that had to do with uh, the Wisconsin State Supreme Court. Um, Somebody who was trying to bring a lot of attention to it is the hardest working unpaid Republican uh, who's done more for the party, I think, than anybody in the past few years is Scott Pressler. I really didn't focus enough on uh, this election myself. I'll be honest with y'all. What ended up happening is uh, the Democrats ran away with it. And now the Supreme Court in Wisconsin is has a liberal majority. And there's some really important cases that are going to be before it that have to do with election integrity, that have to do with with an abortion ban. And it's another example of the failures, as you know, Paula Witzel from local San Diego Re- Republicans was on earlier and said these rhino establishments, do, you know, rhino establishment types aren't fighting for us. And you know what? There was no fight from the Republican Party and the RNC to fight to help uh, get the Republican across the finish line in Wisconsin. No help whatsoever. Now, and and I will tell you, I know that the Republican running there uh, said that he didn't want a Trump endorsement. We need to stop talking about whether or not a president, a former president of the United States is responsible for helping people win local elections. Okay, stop trying to hang Trump with that. It's not about whether or not Trump endorsed him or not. Okay, it's about the fact that the Republican Party. It's like somebody said today, I actually think it was Jenna Ellis, who was quoting somebody else who said the Republican Party does memes and the Democrats win elections. Here's Ronna McDaniels. Sorry, excuse. I mean, we got crushed, crushed in Wisconsin. And Jenna Ellis was right. She was like, there, there was nobody there really in the Republican Party doing anything to try to help win it. Although, where was she? Right. Um, and she said, and then people are going to scream about how we're losing all these cases. Somebody needs to do something. Well, you know what? She's right. Somebody needed to do something, and it needed to be the Republican National Committee. It needed to be Ronna McDaniel, who's kept her position of power when she shouldn't. It should have been Harmeet Dillon. This is the same person who raised $400 million to fight the fraud in the 2020 election and then didn't spend any of it. Here's her excuse for why the Republican Party lost the majority in the Supreme Court in Wisconsin. Please play clip one. But I will say something else. When you're losing by 10 points, there is a messaging issue and abortion is still an issue. And we can't allow the Democrats to define Republicans and put millions of dollars up in lies and have it go unanswered because the lies become the truth. If they go unanswered, we have to put the Democrats on the defense on this issue. Talk about the fact that they support gender selection abortions and due date abortions. It was an issue in 2022. The RNC raised the flag. I'm a suburban woman. I know this is an issue. I hear Stop right there. Stop right there. 
I can't listen to this hate another second. First of all, we did not lose anything in the 2022 elections because of abortion. That was the excuse. It's just like in, in when Romney got his butt kicked in 2012. What was the excuse then? Well, we didn't go far left enough and we didn't have the Hispanic vote, which had nothing at all to do with why Mitt Romney lost in 2012 against Barack Obama. He should have never been the nominee, first and foremost. You want to run the architect of Obamacare against Obama? You, you know, even Romney said himself it really didn't matter whether or not who won. He literally said that in a debate. I'm so tired of the excuses from this Republican Party establishment. Who is talking? When was the last time you heard anybody talking about abortion? It's not why we lost. Stop. And if that was true, that we lost in the midterms in 2022, what have you done messaging wise to counter it? What did, what ads were you running? I think we were outspent, just like we were outspent in Arizona, the Republican National Committee. Um, you know, and this is something why I take issue too with all these anti Trump people, um, shills for DeSantis who want to act like we don't have any problem with our elections. There's no election rigging taking place. And the Republican party isn't, they want to say, Oh, Trump can't win in 2024. Look at his choices, Oz and, uh, somebody else. I can't even remember who it was. Well, where was the Republican Party. The Republican Party was running campaign ads against Trump's picks. The Republican Party was supporting rhinos and pulling money from people like Blake Masters and Carrie Lake in Arizona. And then they want to come up with excuses after the fact. There's a great article on Gateway Pundit. It says, anyone noticing a pattern? Unpaid conservative Republican activist Scott Pressler runs circles around overpaid RNC chair Ronna McDaniel again, this time in critical Wisconsin Supreme Court election. The far left kook was elected. Um, I, I don't see the numbers here, but it was it was a big win. It was a big win. And it's bad for us. This is this just reminds me of what Colonel Mills was saying that, you know, the uh, at the first hour that the fight is is at the local level. Cambry uh, tweeted out, I was wondering last night what Ronna McDaniel thought was on Dems whipping us in Trump plus 19 areas in Wisconsin last night. This was an area where Trump won by 19 points. And Cambry's right. Rana was on TV making excuses. That's not going to work in 2024. The left is preparing their 2024 bulk uh, mail strategy, and we are not. So while the while all these, uh, and meanwhile, um, uh, there's a picture here in this article about Scott Pressler, and I'm friends with him on Facebook. Many of you are as well, and he's wearing a T-shirt that says, Stop Talking, Start Doing. Um he is America's, this article is correct, he's America's most influential Republican conservative activist, and he was very ill. The, Scott almost, in his Twitter, is the persistence. He literally almost died running himself into the ground by running all over this country, signing up and registering new voters. This is who should be running our Republican National Committee. Not Romney, McDaniel, uh, who spent $700,000 on flowers and way too much money on lip injections. This article goes on to explain how after Scott got uh, back on his feet, he targeted key races across the country. He, uh, after months uh, 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 of illness, he was back on the ground in Wisconsin. 
and other places. He's Scott Pressler, by the way, for all you DeSantis shills out there, you anti-Trump people. You have you have Scott Pressler to thank for a lot of DeSantis's win in Florida because his his get out the vote drive and and, and uh, excuse me, his voter registration drive. Uh, he flipped quite a few districts in Florida in terms of registration. We're going to take a break. We come back. Scott Pressler is officially my nominee for Hero of the Week. Stay tuned. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing on just for a moment on this Wisconsin Supreme Court race. Before the break, we were talking about Ronna McDaniel and her excuses versus the hardworking Scott Pressler, who's gone all over the country uh, trying to work on key races and registering new voters. Um, here's some more information on what appears to me, I'm not an expert on election law, but I thought it was illegal to pay people for their vote. Here's what's being reported. Uh, a group called Wisconsin Take Action offered $250 to voters to sway their friends to vote for Democrat Janet Prote. Tesowitz, um, through an app called Empower. Wisconsin takes, takes action set up Empower to attract residents to the polls, vote for Janet Protezewitz for Supreme Court judge, and reward them with gift cards for taking action. Downloading the app pays voters $30, providing 75 names with phone numbers or emails in the app pays $60. Each time users reach out to their friends to early vote, make a plan to vote, or make contact on election day, they will get paid in gift cards on Tuesdays. Thursdays and Saturdays. Do we even have a get out the vote plan anywhere besides San Diego? We know that that Paula Witzel does here, but do we? I mean, this is this is the this. What did I say earlier? Jenna Ellis was quoting somebody who said Republicans do memes and Democrats win elections. If there's a way to steal a vote. Create a vote, make a vote, double up a vote, pay for a vote, get out a vote. They're going to find a way to do it. And what do we have? We've got the head of our we've got the head of our RNC spending seven hundred thousand dollars on flowers and lip injections. And I don't know how much was for what. Let's end on a positive note for tonight, shall we? On tomorrow night's show, by the way, I will tell you guys, um, we've got a filmmaker on who's got a movie about Jesus just in time, obviously, for Easter weekend. Super excited uh, to have that guest on. Dane Wigington's going to be back with us tomorrow. We got messages from people that they were digging what he had what he had to say and um, that he's very unusual and his content's really cool. Um, I, I meant to get into the Matt Walsh. Um, video that went viral of him talking to a transgender EMT and how the way he shut her, him, it's a biological male, the way he shut uh, this person down and left this person, this person was spewing all the same talking points you hear everywhere. And what Matt Walsh did completely left this person speechless. And so um, I'm going to play that for you guys tomorrow night so that you can take notes and because what we've got to be doing, like Colonel Mill said earlier in the show, we got to be fighting for ourselves. And that involves not just going to city council meetings, not just going to school board meetings, not just running for office, but in our, in our own lives, we've got to be willing to speak up courageously, use our voices and, and be able to do it effectively. And Matt Walsh is about the best there is to do it. 
Um, okay, I, I looked up tonight in the studio twice on local news. They were talking about my LSU Lady Tigers, who won the national championship on Sunday. And I guess, uh, you know, the Bayou Bengals are just, they, they are a team. I mean, many people have said it. LSU, Louisiana is kind of like being in its own country. It's so different. The culture at LSU is really cool, very different. Um, they got we we have a little bit of different swagger, a little bit of different flavor going on. Um, it's no wonder that I'm dynamite in a dress because I mean that's just the kind of people I come from, right? So there was a little controversy first with Angel Reese doing that John Cena. Is that how you say? That you can't see me motion. Then what happened? Then what happened was Jill Biden really created the controversy. I'm not sure how many people would still be talking about my LSU girls tonight, uh, but for Jill Biden being stupid and deciding to politicize, she shows up at this game. I have no idea why. I think I, I think now that I think about it, I think she was there in just uh, to, to see how she could exploit it for politics. She suggested that LSU and Iowa come to the White House. Of course, Angel. Angel Reese wasn't having it. She's like, no, thank you. That's a joke. We're the winners. I think we'll go to the Obamas instead. Uh, then, oh, Iowa was put on the spot because what are they going to do, right? Are they going to they going to diss LSU and, and show up? So uh, the coach of Iowa said, no, it's inappropriate. She didn't use those words. Let me see how she said it because I want to make sure that because I actually think it was the classy thing to do. Here's what the coach um let me pull, I, I thought I had it pulled up. Um, Iowa kind of had to respond because LSU is still so much in the news and this had become so controversial. So many people, like we had a caller called in the other night uh, who was like, this is about everybody getting a trophy and this is crap. Uh, ESPN, so many people were just bagging on Joe Biden for it. I mean, it was a really big misstep. They just think that they can just use women However they want to use women, trash women with their transgender crap one day and then pretend that they're advocate for women's another. And it's just and it's foolish. The first lady was ridiculous. Here's what the Iowa coach had to say. I gratefully acknowledge the first lady's sentiments, but a day at the White House should belong solely to the champion LSU and Coach Mulkey. We would welcome the first lady and president to come to Iowa's house, Carver Hawkeye Arena, anytime. I thought that was smart. I thought it was smart for there was no official invitation, just a suggestion at this point. But it became such um, a a controversy that kind of wasn't dying. And it's because it, it was kind of it was kind of a spit in the face of a national championship, a game that was just really miraculous in in many ways. So, all right, we will see you guys tomorrow night. Thursday night. Got a great show lined up for you guys. You don't want to miss it. Follow me on the socials. Email me at andreakshow.com. Download the podcast. Thank you to the listeners, to the guests tonight. Appreciate you guys. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.